empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello again, and welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Tringale. Wherever you are listening to this, I am just delighted to spend a slice of your day or maybe a piece of your evening with you, and I pray that this podcast finds you doing well. Wherever you are, I am assuming that it is full-on summer there, and I hope that you are getting ready to enjoy it. I recently went to see a friend of mine, and when I was walking up to her door, she has this fabulous porch swing on the front porch of her house. And I was eyeing that porch swing as I was walking up to her house. And I thought, oh man, I got to sit on that for a while before I go. And it was kind of a quick visit. I wound up having to leave. And when I was pulling out, I thought, man, I never got any time on that porch swing. And I remember I just kind of had a flashback of my great grandmother's house. She had a porch swing for a time. And we used to love to just sit on that porch in the summer and just watch the cars go by and swing away and just dream big dreams, you know, about the future. I made a promise to myself as I was pulling away from my friend's house that in the near future, I was going to find some porch swing time. And I hope that you do the same. It's a big deal. Hey, I've got something on my heart I'm really excited about sharing with you all, and it's actually going to serve to kick off a brand new exciting series that we are doing here on the podcast, and this series is a series on women influencers of faith. I have been dreaming about this and so excited about this for so long, and it is finally here. So I want to share with you just a few things to kind of set us up for this about this concept of influence. Influence is a big word right now. In fact, it's a buzzword because influence or being an influencer has almost become its own profession. I know some people and you probably know a few as well that even through their social media, they have become so influential that companies and product lines will reach out to them and ask them to talk about their product or their service through their social media because of all the influence that they have. And there's a reason that they do this because it is so effective. It's so powerful. And I want to talk about this and frame it around these two ideas, which is position versus influence. Here's why I think this is so important. On this podcast, we talk a lot about keys to fulfilling a life of destiny and finding out what that is and how you walk that out. And we've talked about how that in doing so, there are season changes all along the way. And it just seems like right now, a lot of people are stepping into new seasons or new places in whatever God has put in their heart to do. And when you're stepping into new things, which typically comes with a lot of unknown territory, it's good to stop and identify what is going to be the most valuable about that or what your wins are are going to look like? What is that going to be? Because if you don't stop and identify those, you can get really lost in the chaos of so much new. The first thing I want to say about saying yes to 
the purpose and the plan of God for your life is that it means you're saying yes to living for a purpose that is greater than yourself. In other words, what this means is you are saying yes to something that is for the benefit of others. And I think this is really good and even healthy for us to stop and identify and maybe mark once again because right now we're living in a culture that is so me-centered. It's so centered around discovering what I am feeling and am I happy? Am I upset? Am I anxious? Am I sad? Am I, am I, am I? And in the middle of that, what can happen is that you get so focused on where you're at you could spend your life preparing for something that you never step into. And so we need to remember that saying yes to the purpose of God is saying yes to live for a purpose that is greater than yourself. It doesn't mean that you set yourself aside. It just simply means that you and how you're feeling is not necessarily the win of the day. It's just the starting place. So let's talk about this. Position versus influence. You know, this is really what Jesus called us to as Christ's followers. The Bible says that he called us to be a witness to who he is. I want to give you a definition for the word influence. Listen to this. It simply means the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone else. Oh my goodness, that's so good. Let me give you this again. Influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, the development, or behavior of someone else. This is what Jesus has called you and I to be and to do. So it's powerful to identify this because as we're stepping into new places, we need to realize that what we're looking for is not position. We're not looking necessarily for power to be handed to us. Really, in order to be a witness or an effective witness or an effective telling of what needs to be told, it means that we have to have influence, that influence would be the win versus position. Here's why. Influencers are more likable than they are powerful. The reason is because influencers typically operate from a place of compassion. People of influence are motivated by a desire to inspire and encourage people rather than control and dominate them. Influencers know people rise to their best when they feel two specific things. Number one, people rise to their best when they feel safe. They don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. They don't feel like an agenda is being pushed on them. They don't feel like they're being wielded into a place that someone else just wants them to go. They feel safe. Number two, people rise to their best when they feel cared for. And that is the compassion of someone of influence. I'm not trying to affect you for my good. I'm wanting to affect you to encourage and inspire you for your good. That's a powerful person of influence. You see, when we seek position or power, position for the sake of power actually diminishes others. It's 
not about the other person. It's about simply reaching a goal or attaining a new mark or getting something somewhere. And in doing so, it diminishes others. But the practice of influence enlarges others. This is so key for you and I to understand as we follow the plan and the purpose and the destiny of God for our lives. So I want to give you three key factors of true influencers, real influencers. These aren't people that are simply famous. These aren't people that simply hold powerful titles or positions. These are people with genuine influence. Number one, influencers have high character. They have high character. They're influential because they can be trusted. Their character has spoken for them. You know, we've all seen people that are maybe famous in the moment, famous for the day, famous for the year, but then something happens and character is exposed and all of a sudden that influence gets diminished. So influence is influential because of high character. This is what we're called to have. I'll tell you what, in a day and age where people are touting to be influencers and not everyone is meeting the mark, this is a day for you and I to guard our character. There are decisions that we make and things that we do simply because it's the right thing to do. It's the character of who we are. There are things that we don't do that aren't necessarily horrible things, but it would diminish the character that we have, and we are not willing to let that cost us our influence. Number two, influencers keep their promises. Wow, this is really big. How many of us have had people in our lives that maybe carried a lot of influence. They were affecting us in in our character, in our development, in our behavior. And then all of a sudden we realized that they were not a promise keeper. In fact, they were a promise breaker. It's a really quick way to lose your influence simply because your word doesn't hold any merit or any value anymore. And I don't know about you, but I have at times gone to great lengths to do whatever I could do to keep my promise because I did not want to break that influence. Doesn't mean we necessarily get it right all the time, but it should be our goal and our mark. Number three, influencers share the credit. I love this because people of influence who are motivated by a desire to inspire and encourage are so very willing to share the credit. Again, they're not in the business of diminishing others to make themselves look better. They are in the business of helping people rise to their best. Influential people aren't those that necessarily are ones you meet in person. Sometimes they influence you from a distance. And there's something about the character of them that has an effect on you. You know, I can look back in my life and and I can mark people that influenced me at a young age. And you know, they say that people who influence individuals at a young age are highly influential because when you are influenced at a young age, it tends to stick with you throughout your life. And so when I think back on people that influenced me at a young age, it's not hard for me to remember 
who those people were because it stayed with me. Now, I had people in my life, and really good people, that held positions of power. I had great pastors in my life. Wow, was I blessed with some tremendous pastors. I had fabulous youth pastors. I mean, just awesome. And and standing in that position, they trained me, they raised me, they put things on the inside of me, they showed me great examples. And I learned from the messages they preached and everything that they instilled in me. But when I think of people that influenced me, my thoughts don't go as quickly to people who held positions in my life. They were people that I knew that held great places of influence in my life. I think of one young woman that was like a big sister to me. She was one of my youth leaders. And while I had amazing youth pastors, maybe two of the best I have ever seen, this woman influenced me because she would come pick me up for youth group and take me out to get, you know, Burger King afterward. And she would be there when I got my heart broken and She was just so cool, and she drove this really awesome red sports car, you know, but she cared for me, and when I was with her, I knew that I was safe. I knew I could tell her anything, and she would not only keep her word, but she would keep the secrets I told her. She was influential to me, and I'm so thankful that she was a person of high character because I watched her and thought, okay, that's what it's like then to be a godly woman at that age, I'm going to be that. I'm so thankful for her influence. I'm so thankful for the time that I had to have her in my life and to be in hers and to have that influence. Then there were other people that influenced me that I never got a chance to meet. I was so influenced by young artists, music artists back in the day, because there were so many people in my family that were involved in the music business and we're musically inclined and music's such a big deal, especially, you know, when you're a teenager. And so I can remember growing up a church kid, you know, and I was so influenced by especially a women artists. And I can remember, you know, there was a good stretch of time in there that I thought, man, when I grow up, I'm going to be Amy Grant. I mean, she was just so cool and She was beautiful, and she sang about her relationship with God, and she sang about the Lord, and that was such an influence on my life. I can remember getting a hold of books when I was in those major influential teenage years, and I remember getting a hold of some biographies, and one particular biography I got was uh, about a missionary, Corey Ten Boom, and I, I read the book of her life, and that influenced me. I mean, her life happened decades before mine, but the influence of her story and her example just impacted me and made such a difference in me. It was something that I carried with me throughout my life. And isn't it amazing to think that, you know, there's people that are vying for power, vying for position, vying for title. There's even people that are crying out right now saying, God, you know, I want you to use my life. I want to live for a purpose bigger than myself, but I don't have a position. Nobody's giving me any power. When all the while, if we'll just stop and see what's most valuable, we find out that a title or a position, power is really not what we need. What we need is simply to be a person 
of influence. You know, it's interesting because even in the world of influencers on Instagram and social media, people are finding out that you might have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're very influential. Then you can have somebody with just a few thousand followers and companies will seek them out because their influence is so strong with the smaller audience that they do have that it's more powerful than if they tap the person with the massive following because they say so much that no one's listening anymore. And I think this is sort of a snapshot of what this is like in the life of a person of destiny. I don't need the masses necessarily following me if I have no voice of influence with them at all. But on the other hand, if in the world God has me in right now, if in the company I work for, if in the school I attend, if in the friends and the family that I do have, I am a person of high character. I'm a person that keeps my promises. I'm a person that seeks not to diminish, but seeks to inspire and encourage others. If I'm a person that is willing to share the credit, then I am a person of influence. And it is the person of influence that Jesus calls. In fact, when he asked Peter that monumental question, he said, Peter, who do you say that I am? And Peter began to answer him, you know, and he said, well, some people say you're this and some people say you're that. And and he was telling him all the things people title him as. And Jesus took it back to Peter and he said, no, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And Jesus chose this moment to make this monumental statement that would affect the world for all mankind. And he said, upon this rock, or in other words, upon the revelation of not just who I am, Peter, but who I am in you, I am going to build my church. But Jesus didn't say the word church when he said that to Peter. He said, I'm going to build my ecclesia. Without taking a whole lot of time to break down who the Ecclesia were, because everybody at that time knew who this group called the Ecclesia was, without getting into all the historical background for the sake of right now, what I can tell you is that the Ecclesia were the capital T influencers of the day. They were so influential that they could shift cultures in one generation. They would go in and shift school systems. They would shift ways of living. They would shift how songs were written and what they were written about. The Ecclesia were the influencers of the day. And not by position, not by title, not by power, not even by military power, but by influence. The Ecclesia changed the world. Jesus used this group of influencers to say, upon the revelation of who I am, and who I am in you, I am going to build my church. So wherever you are in your life right now, maybe you are stepping from one season and into the new. Maybe you're trying to figure out how this works for you and what this looks like. Maybe you are transitioning from going, you know what? I have been just a little overly self-involved and self-focused and me, 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 and I need to get back to the definition of what success is again. Success is not for status. 
Success is for service. Wherever you are, I want to remind you that you are powerful in the hand of God because of your influence, because of your character, because of your word, and because of your heart to encourage and inspire others. I am so deeply excited about sharing this new series that we are launching with you to inspire you. And I know that these women will. I am specifically bringing you stories of women that are influential in so many different arenas of life. These are not just preachers. These are not people you see behind pulpits. These are not people that you see preaching on a a Sunday platform. These are women that have given their lives to say, God, if you can use anything, use me and let me be an influence. You are going to hear some phenomenal stories. We are so honored to bring these stories to you. And I can just give you a little bit of a heads up. We've got a couple of surprises along the way, so I don't want you to miss it. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast again this month. I pray that, again, this has spoken to the place of destiny that you're living in right now. And I want to encourage you to remember how significant your life really is, that God is hopefully opening your eyes in a brand new way to see that through influence, He wants to use you to live for a purpose that is greater than than yourself. Make sure you check out the very first podcast in our brand new series, Women Influencers of Faith. We are releasing it today. You are not going to want to miss this phenomenal story. And next month is going to be off the charts. Hey, we love you. Thank you so much for listening in. Please visit the website at jentringale.com. Get signed up for our monthly email. Let us get connected with you. Find me on Facebook, Instagram at jentringale. And if you haven't taken part yet of our individual calling course to help you specify where God's called you and what God has called you to do, let me encourage you to go to the website and check out the Calling Individual course. It will download to your email right away and you can get started right now. We love you. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.